You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day it is, and we've got a big sports night coming up for you. Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler, welcome, mate. You excited about tonight? The All Blacks, the Bledders, like absolutely, and I the am. boxing. No, not really. Come on, you're playing it down. You'll I'm actually not. Over. I'm actually not watching it. Oh, okay. And you know why? I'm I was, was going to ask you what time it starts because well, you might it starts want to leave at seven early. o'clock. The coverage on main event. I think first fight at about seven twenty. Normally, if, if it starts at seven, first fight will be about eleven thirty-five. So uh, yeah. Gallon's going to fight. I'm led to believe Ben Hannett first mm. about. Three fights into the card. Got some good, some news on why Benny Hennett's actually fighting. Because oh, I really, yeah. Does it involve money? Uh yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes money, sense. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then he'll have an hour off, which will be about another couple of bouts, mm. and then he'll fight Hodges as the main event. You know Probably, a lot about it. Surely you're going to watch. it. I'm not going to watch it. You know why, Badge? One, I'm not going to pay for it. Oh yeah, I knew that. Two, I rang. They're not showing it. At I anywhere. rang seven establishments today, who haven't bought it. Really, it's not a good sign. So if I do watch it, I do go to the Sporting Globe because they buy everything. Yeah, but are you, are, are you, are you ringing dress shops, fish and chip shop? What no. do you ring? Are you ringing your I local subway? Licensed premises Pubs, around clubs. my area. Oh, they're not? No. Okay. There you go. One manager that I spoke to, he said, why would I waste the money? Oh, there you go. All right. Well, let's, we'll talk about, right? In fact, what but we I are going to do. I know I'm going to be looking for updates all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to catch up with uh, rugby commentator, Sean Maloney, who is uh, in Melbourne, preparing for that massive Bledisloe Cup clash in which um, it it's so well anticipated that uh, the Wallabies are actually half a chance. I won't say a chance. They're half a chance of winning against the All Blacks. Well, many thought the All Blacks were vulnerable until they came out in that next match against Argentina and basically him. played like they were blindfolded. But mm. uh, Sean Maloney, commentator for Stan Sport, he's the voice of Australian rugby now. He's, uh, he's a good guy too. Outstanding. Yeah. Chris Nelson will join us from Racing Queensland. Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport. We'll give you our tips for the weekend. Australia's biggest Beaumont tiles together with us. Wants to boost your business, head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Sports Day, sports update. Right, I'll give you the, I'll give you the inside info, Sats. Okay, Benny yep. Hannon is mm-hmm. fighting. He said, I said no twice, and then my wife said, Ben, we're building a house, and we could put a pool in if you fight mm. for the eight kids. Okay. And that's not a joke. Yeah. So, oh, so we could put a pool in. Um, and that doesn't mean he's going to be t- doing any diving tonight. Mm. The pool's not in yet. <laughs> uh, so that's why Benny Hannon is lining up, and then as is... Uh, Justin Hodges, I don't think we'll uh, be able to tell you anything about that tonight before the end of the show. Is it worth getting in the boxing ring with Paul Gallon? Oh, I wouldn't. For a pool? No. no yeah, I mean, under- you could because you, you can defend yourself and you can hold him up and you're a bit younger than me, but I thought, no, I wouldn't do I that. I can understand if you have massive debt and mm. you need to pay off to 
keep your head above water. Yeah. Pardon the pun, but not for a pool. All I'm thinking, all I'm thinking, if it was me, it would be handy because after the fight. My wife would just have me on a floaty doing water <laughs> therapy for about the next 10 years, and that'd be it. So, um, now, yeah, the Bledisloe Club, it's been 20 years since Australia won the Bledisloe. How good, mate, Matty Johns. Oh, Matty Johns. Matty Rogers played in that last Bledisloe win. Scored a try, actually. In, in 2002. Yeah, yeah Matty Burke. In November. Matty Burke kicked the goal to win the Bledisloe. Um, now, because there's only two games, yes. one here and one in, in New Zealand, if New Zealand wins either, it's a draw, they, hold, yep. they keep the cup. Yes. Why don't they have three? Why don't they have one? Like, well, you used to have three. Then the other... Yeah, mm. okay. Yeah. It's just too many. Yep. Um, now, James Heard, talking AFL, and it's a big weekend, of course. It's the grand final qualifiers in the AFL. I like to hear you said that, Badge. Yeah, I like that. I don't like preliminary. It's just, I think it undersells how it important does. the game this is. This is the grand final qualifier. You win, you're in the big one. Uh, James Hurd has actually put his hat in the ring to coach Essendon. Now it's, it's been seven years mm-hmm. since, uh, well, eight years since the supplement scandal. He came back and coached again in 2015 and then he resigned. And it would all kind of be all part of that whole thing in the wake of that. I, I just thought, and I, I know James, I haven't talked to him for a long, long time. Really nice guy. He actually from Canberra. Um, but I thought surely not. Would, would they have him after all that drama that happened back then? I don't know. Or is he completely I, forgiven and everyone's realized it wasn't, Anything to do with him? Well, in professional sports now, one of the favourite words is optics. What do the optics look like? What's it look like? What's the club going to look like if they take on uh, take on James Hurd as a head coach again? Now, he is a legend of the club. Mm. Premiership winner with the club. Um, but the optics don't look great. I don't care about the optics. Is it good for your club, first and foremost? Mm. That's And I'm not quite sure. not sh- quite sure how good of a coach he is. But, you know, you know my stance on that whole peptide scandal, even involving the Sharks. I feel as though that anyone involved, if it's proven that anyone has be, that had knowledge of it, I don't think they should be allowed to be a head coach ever in any sport. So your, Assistant coach, go for your life. Your gut feeling, will he get the, the gig? I don't think he will. There you go. I don't think he will. For expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Now, you can get us on Twitter anytime you want, at SportsDay QLD, or send us a text, 0457 736, 736. What do you think about tonight's uh, Bledisloe Cup opener, the big fights, or, uh, or even about the Essendon gig? Give us a buzz. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, let's get into an NRL update on Sports Day. Plenty happening in the world of uh, rugby league for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. I see Kevy Walters is uh, is okay to keep going with his contract with the Broncos, as you would fully expect, Sats. But they did an internal review, which I think is important anyway. Well, you've got to do that even if you finish last or first. Yep. Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me, Badge. I think that although they didn't make the finals and only – six weeks, seven weeks out from the finals, I was sitting in and around the top four and many are disappointed with the way they finished the season. I've got to say, yes, it'd be disappointed for Kevy. Yes, the players would be disappointed in themselves. But I think all in all, no one would have expected the Broncos to even finish ninth. Mm. So I think overall, I think Kevy's heading in the right direction. I, I don't know how he, he um, justifies or explains. I don't think anyone can just what happened or- 
Well, the only thing I can think of is they lost Pat Carrigan. Yes. And some players that um, experienced origin for the first time, maybe they went a bit flat. I don't know, Tony Staggs is well, probably Badge, the best example. They had he Staggs, had nothing at the end of the they year. They had Staggs, Payne Haas and Kurt Catewell all playing with really bad injuries mm. that all require surgery. Yep. Um, and don't with the help. World Cup year, we don't know whether they're going to get surgery straight away. But, you know, they played a large portion of the last half of the season with bad injuries. Kurt Catewell especially, I, I always heard from really good sources that they were surprised he was able to train each day, mm. let alone play each week. There you go. Mm. And and we don't, you know, that's that's internal stuff, isn't it? So mm. I imagine that would have been part of Kevy's report. Hey, the Dolphins, who uh, who kick off next year, of I've course. I've no fixed address. I've no fixed address. Yep. They've locked in seven games. They're going to play at Suncorp Stadium, the travelling band. I they thought are. they would have had to play more games at Suncorp. Well, I, I don't. I don't know if there is any particular number, but this is for as far as appeasing their fans. And if you want to, if you want to, you, their their season tickets have gone on sale today, mm-hmm. so you can buy that knowing that you can you can go to seven games at Suncorp. Of course, the draw's not out. We don't know who that's going to be. Uh, they'll play three at Morton Daly Stadium. Yep, and the other two. Probably the Sunshine sunny coast. coast yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's not a bad mix at all. I think they have to not probably not play them all at Suncorp because I think Redcliffe fans, people who live in the Redcliffe and the Peninsula. Yeah, good for them to get some at home. No, I don't think they'll travel to Suncorp. Really? No. Oh, I think they will. It's not that far. It's half an hour. Well, a lot of them on tra- can't park, so they've got to catch public transport. The train from the Redcliffe line into Suncorp is about an hour and a quarter. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a fair way for a lot of people to travel for a game. So I think they needed to take some games to to, to Dolphin Stadium so they can uh, uh, support locally. Yeah, true. Yeah. Hey, uh, big question mark around tomorrow night still is will Mitch Moses play? It's pointing to uh, him taking the field for Parramatta after the head knock last week. He finished captain's run today, um, which you would think uh, they would then monitor him after that captain's run to see if he's got any further symptoms, mm. uh, but. Is all all is pointing to yes he will play and they've actually been criticised Parramatta for picking Jacob Arthur a half five eighth on the bench mm. because if Mitchell Moses plays and Brad Arthur has said there's no guarantee that Jacob Arthur will actually get on the field so they've been criticised going up against a you know a big mobile Canberra forward pack yep. that they're not taking like a Bryce Cartwright or a Nathan Brown into the another forward into the into the clash. Hedging their bets a bit, yeah. aren't they, just in case. But I guess he, he'll be a genius if, if Mitch Moses yeah. or Dylan Brown go down early. That's uh, that's no doubt at all. And, um, yeah, Josh Papali has urged that their opponents, the Raiders, to do all they can to retain Joe, Joe, uh, Joseph Tuppany. He, if he goes on the open market, he's going to get a fortune, as we know. Hey, did you, did you just quickly know that yeah. Ricky Stewart's got the best strike rate in finals of any coach in the last 40 years? Anyone better than Bellamy and Robinson and Cleary and Bennett? He's um and he's he's sixty eight percent win rate, and he's never lost in week two of the finals. Wow. So every time he's got to week two, his side has made more the than Ivan Cleary. More I, than Ivan Cleary, yeah. And this is of any coach that's coached more than five or six uh, finals games. Wow, I mean, amazing. He probably hasn't played in as he coaches many. Well, he hasn't coached more 22. finals than Bellamy. No, he hasn't. No. He hasn't, but but still, the strike rate is that is yeah. that's quite amazing. Yeah, that's what the Roosters remember as well. Yeah, um, one of company's first years didn't get there, of course, yeah. when he was there. All right, better get to the break. Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand. Twenty-one years 
in a row. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back soon with Sean Maloney. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Now, Burke, we missed one from a similar spot here to convert Rogers' try. Can retain the Bledisloe Cup for his country. He's done it. The hoop is gone. The Bledisloe Cup remains on Australian soil. Well, that was 20 years ago. Australia versus New Zealand, the All Blacks of Bledisloe. And an exciting game which will be played out at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. It's a sellout. On a Thursday night, among other among other days, we've never seen a game on on a Thursday night. No, Birch. they're looking for a spare date in the calendar. I think absolutely, sets. absolutely. And this is the man that you'll hear his voice, his dulcet tones across all the commentary with Stan Sports. Sean Maloney, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. So nice to speak to you both. You managed to drag me from the casino floor, so I feel like I'm saving money yes. by having this chat. Oh, so I mean, it's, it's an exciting time because I think as a Wallaby fan, as the All Blacks seem to be a little bit vulnerable, Shawnee. Do you, do you think the same? Oh, I did uh, three weeks ago when they got beat by Argentina down there in Christchurch, but then they bounced back by putting 50 past them in that next game in uh, Hamilton. So they managed to work themselves back into form. And conversely, the Wallabies went the other way with that loss down in uh, Sydney the other week as well. So they're kind of coming at it from different sides of the coin. All Blacks got their tails up again, but... I do hold out hope because of all the many years that we've been pounded by those blokes, this seems to be the most likely that we can potentially get a result. A sellout at Marvel Stadium on a Thursday night. I mean, it's a it's a great endorsement for the sport, for the game itself and how important this game is. But you, I bet you can't wait to get there and see the uh, the crowd. Yeah, the last time I was down here, guys, for a Wallabies game was British and Irish Lions in 2013. And you thought the roof was going to come off. It was electric. It'll be the same tomorrow night. And despite, you know what, despite all of these going up and down and slipping to their lowest ever world ranking, uh, ticket sales this year have been terrific. Mm. So they sold back-to-back tests in Sydney, sell out down here, big numbers in Brisbane for that game against England, big numbers in Perth and Adelaide as well. So something must be going kind of right. We just need to get the result. Right, tomorrow night. Sean, uh, there's been a lot of games played outside of the you know, the main hubs. Um, so, you know, in, in Perth, there's been tests and, and, and a fair few in Melbourne over the years. Are they getting it? Are they, are they getting their heads around rugby? Is the support for, for rugby uh, growing and, and improving? That's an excellent question. So in Perth, you have that benefit of a lot of expat English and South Africans. So they sort of look after that side. And then down here in Melbourne, there are just tons and tons and tons and tons of Kiwi fans. So I expect that uh, at Marvel we'll see a huge representation of people in the All Blacks jerseys. And, and as you know, they just go berserk for it. Yeah, well, we're, we're hoping it's going to be a great game. And you get off to a, they get off to a great start now. A bunch of changes uh, for the Wallabies, including um, Bernard Foley, who's the, um, the fourth number 10 this year. In fact, I think they've changed both halves. Is that, uh, where are we sitting at the moment yeah. with that? Is that a big issue? Uh, 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 there's potential for you two to get a crack as well as number 10 if you get back into training. Yeah, right I on. mean, there's a very real chance. That's how deep we're going. Uh, Bernie Foley, so he hasn't played for the Wallabies since the 2019 quarterfinal loss to England over in Japan. 33 years of age now, but has been going along really well up in Japan. So we just need to hope that 
the Quade Cooper line of form from when he came back from his time in Japan. He's rooted in Bernard Foley there in the number 10 jersey. He goes all. And then Jake Gordon goes in at number nine, replacing the moustache Nick White. I think that was just a bit of a freshen up and try and mix up uh, what the Wallabies do. I looked at, he can run really well. Jake Gordon's an excellent runner off the base of scrums and uh, rucks as well. So I expect him to, to carry often and carry quick against the All Blacks. Now, um, David Rennie, after the loss to the Springboks, Sean, um, he called for the Wallabies to play with a lot more optimism, a lot more instinct. Is that why he has recalled Kirtley Builder, the squad? Uh, I think yes and no. I think that's more directed that the guys were actually there that night because they were so bad against the Springboks. They were so far off what they delivered down in Adelaide where they were absolutely outstanding. So I think it returned to that. Uh, Currently won't play uh, against the All Blacks in that first letters load, but I think it was more of a, a point of dig at some of the other guys in there that he'd entrusted to make it two from two, something that's been really hard for them to do this year, that level of consistency, and, and they, they fell short for him. So I think it was a, a much-needed dig at some of the guys that are in there, and the ones that aren't now know why. James Slipper, skipper at the moment, 121 tests, uh, the Brumby, and, and also Red as well, wasn't he, at one stage there? Um, now, Michael Hooper, I'm sorry for the ignorance, but where is he? Is he injured? Yeah, no, 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 no it's a good question. Uh, so he left Argentina yes. before they played their first test of the rugby championship, if you remember. And there's, there's a bit going on behind the scenes there with Hoops, and uh, it was... It was a personal reason that he came home. I'm not sure that we'll see him back in Wallabies colours this year. Uh, I just hope he's sort of getting set and getting refreshed for 2023 where there'll be a World Cup on the line. But, yeah, no, there's, I think there's a bit going on. And if it takes him, uh, you know, six months to get right, then so be it. Yeah, and we'll miss Taniela Tupo as well. Hey, he missed that uh, or the last start against the Springboks when he yeah. injured his calf. And it... it you would have thought, what is it? How's it been? A week and a half, but would have thought he'd be just about right, but maybe being pretty cautious with him. He's a big out, and I don't know what's going on with his calves. He's had a couple of issues with them. He did it in the halftime warm up against the Springboks the other week. That's what cost him a start in that game or any match time at all. So, uh, calf issues. Honestly, his calves are the size of your. Uh, your torso badge. So My head. Yeah, it obviously yeah, takes a lot of kneading. Your head. Basically your whole body. Um, yeah, it is. That's how yeah. big he is. So obviously the masseuse, the masseuse needs to dig in a little harder to loosen them up. Hopefully we see him back for that next game next week at Eden Park. Right. Now, Australia's chances, um, are they a, a better chance of winning than you are on the roulette wheel? Or what, is your, what is your game of choice at the casino <laughs> we've just dragged you out of? All of them. The, All of them. Blackjack? Oh, you try a bit of everything. <laughs> All of them. And you know how they generally set it's like a, it's obviously like a, um, you know, a carnival where they set the really ordinary games at the front to get the suckers in. I'm straight to them. I'm happy to be a sucker and just donate my cash. That's <laughs> what happens. So I hope, <laughs> actually, there's no question that the Wallabies are a better chance than I. I think they're 10 point outsiders. They'll give you a, I'll give you a run for a long go, and they'll really be able to dig in and have a proper crack in Melbourne. Well, they've got Shannon Frizzell's out, Artie Surveyor's out as well, isn't he? So I suppose it's... Yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah. Anyone's They're bet. missing a couple, but yeah. they also get a couple back. But, um, yeah, no, but they'll, they'll give you a hope. And how good having a Thursday night test match. Yeah. So, fellas, the last time we had a midweek game, the last time we had a midweek game was back in 90. 90- 
four when George Gregan landed that infamous or famous tackle rather on Jeff Wilson yeah. at the SFS and yep. the Wallabies won. So he's hoping that uh, 28 years on it, it brings true again. Now, I want to set this up for the listeners because Sean Maloney and, and Badge, all three of us used to work at Fox Sports together. And, and one thing that Sean Maloney knows is lines from movies. Now, there's one show that he despises, he hates. He's talk, well, I was talking to our, our boss, Jeremy our Markham. No, your favourite. I can't stand it. Have you caught up with any reruns of Big Bang Theory? Oh, I love it. Sean O. Oh, don't get me How started. How bad is it? Worse don't, don't roll me up like that. <laughs> I was in such a good mood, and then you put that rubbish on, the, on, on your terrific show. That's... Well, it's got to be one of the worst shows ever. I'm up there. Put the syndication, yeah, surely. What an absolute steaming pile that show is. <laughs> I'm wow. with you, 100%. Can laughter. Yeah. Can laughter. Yeah. Come on. Come on. But Sats reminds hey, me a lot of Sheldon. Guys, and... Uh... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and young Sheldon. Hey, before you let me go, yeah. um, Badge, I was listening to some 12th Man the other day, and uh, there's, there's a section there where you're interviewing Reg Warren. The, the faux brother of Bradswan. I'm sure yeah. it's you, isn't it? Yep, yep. It popped up on my iPod. What, mate, that's one of your best interviews of all time. He he actually called. Well, I was working at uh, at Triple M, and we called the game. Um, Peter Sterling and myself, and uh, and Reg Warren, Ray's older brother, called the game with us. <laughs> of course, it was uh, Billy Birmingham. <laughs> And it was it was just great. So we actually interviewed him during the week. Interviewed him to talk about it, so the listeners all knew. And the, the, the best the best one was during the actual game. It was that game I think in nineteen ninety eight. Tony Car- uh, Carroll scored really late, yes. and like what we were talking about before the game, Sir was going, "Oh Queensland, they always find a way back. They find a way back. Finally, somehow they found a way back and scored." And everyone's and still has gone no, and everyone's blown up. And all that all that Reg said was, "Gary Belcher, <laughs> you shit me." <laughs> That's gold. Oh, he's gold. Hey, so I'm going to fire. I'm going to fire through. I've got the interview uh, somewhere on my uh, on my phone. I've got to punch it through because it'll it'll just shine a brighter light on your uh, your cohort there. He's terrific. That'd be great, Reg if, Warren. If you can do that, we'll play it for the listeners as well. Uh, 152 Bledisloe tests have been played. So good. New Zealand have won 108. Australia 37. And we haven't won a Bledisloe since 2002. And you'll hear this man, Sean Maloney, calling the game on Thursday night. Hey, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Sean. Love you guys. Enjoy the game of Go Wallabies. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Hey, let's, uh, let's give you some tips for the weekend. I know you can't wait for this because it's, uh, it's so important to some tipping, tipping contest sats are still going. Some mm-hmm. finished, like ours, at the end of round 25. Others continue into the finals. How come ours all of a sudden finished before the finals? Because every other year it's gone through to the grand final. Well, because you, you came so far behind it didn't matter. But it doesn't matter. It, I still like to observe from a distance. Well, I got... Both you and Woogie. I got three of the four right and Woogie got two last week, so... So you're one ahead. I'm one ahead. I would be. But anyway, he's, he, mm. it doesn't matter. He refused to buy anything for me if I win. Mm. I won last year. Uh, so for Elders Insurance, hands-on support for our local community. Eels against the Raiders. Uh, tomorrow night, do you can the Eels bounce back from the disappointment of uh, losing to Penrith and uh, you know having Mitch Moses uh, off the field, knocked out? Um, or do the Raiders continue their surge? Well, they are a completely different side when Moses is not on the field. We saw that last week. The very set 
that he was taken off, Penrith scored that that same set, mm. and then from there on they had the I, I, the, the sail up. I felt it was more about. Wonga Blake being un- unable to catch those yeah. high kicks. I they just were, felt that's where they finally got their, their real their, their their foothold, Penrith, and capitalised from there. They're still defending really well, but they're staying in the game because Moses is kicking game. So, and just getting them downfield. But as soon as he left, it just everything basically yeah. just went stagnant. So, but can they recover? Yeah, I think they can recover. Do they have some demons that they find difficult to get over psychologically? Absolutely. This Raiders side. Everyone's saying they're flying at the moment. They've had a lot of good wins. Uh, they've had a real. They've had a dream run leading into the finals. But you know what the difference is? I think between these sides, is Ricky Stewart thrives on finals footy. And you talk, you spoke about that stat earlier on. He's mm. got the best stat in the last forty years in finals footy as a coach. Yeah, the most wins percentage wise. I think the desperation he shows as a as a coach, and he just need to get in the trenches and roll your sleeves up. Raiders, they just seem to. Respond to it. They've never lost a week to, under Ricky Stewart. No team has ever lost week two of the finals. They've always made the prelim. Mm. I reckon it's going to happen again. Rich, I do that's too. What do you I'm going to take do? the Raiders. Yeah. And on Saturday night, the Sharkies and Rabbits, and the Sharkies trying to come back from the uh, the big disappointment of uh, of losing that Golden Point game last week to the Cowboys. Can they do it, or are you like me? Tipping the Rabbitohs to they, continue. Well, they can do it because they're a mighty good side, this Sharks team, and been good defensively all year, but they conceded 32 last week. We know that, which you, you can't win in finals if you're conceding 32 points. Um, and they're, they're really disciplined badge, but the, the one difference is that star factor. Mm. Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, Damien Cook. Like, it's, it's not too bad, is it? So I'm going to say the Rabbits... And they'll just continue riding this wave of emotion. I'm with you. There's our tips for uh, the two finals this weekend. Both of them, of course, knock out. You lose, you are gone. Elders Insurance from local footy to community events. It's our way of giving back. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland joins us next. A Racing Queensland update. The Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. I love that uh, bit of music you're playing there, Chris Nelson, as we introduce you. Thanks to uh, yeah. Racing Queensland. Look at all the instruments he plays at once. It's amazing. That's a little tune I knocked up in the garage a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I'm glad you like it. That's good. amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, the Spring Racing Carnival has arrived. Um, now, what's going on this week, mate, before we talk about uh, some of the weekend's races? This is a, a big meeting badge. We've got uh, Pink Ribbon Cup Day at the Gold Coast, which is a really big fundraising event for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Now, this is the the 15th year that the Gold Coast Turf Club has held this race day. It started off only in a small way, but it's just grown to become so big. And, and if you headed out there Saturday afternoon, all you'd see is everyone dressed in pink, right down from the CEO to, to whatever you can find, whoever's working, whoever's enjoying themselves, they all wear pink. And it is a, a massive day's racing. Uh, $900,000 has been raised uh, since its inception 14 years ago Beauty. and 135000 was raised last year. So a really good event. Get behind it. And not only would you have that uh, pink ribbon race day at the Gold Coast Saturday, but there's a pink ribbon race night at the Harness Racing at uh, Albion Park on Saturday night as well. There'll be pink rugs and saddles and helmets and caps and pink silk pants. Nice to get a pair of those on show throughout the evening. Right, huh? you've I'm pretty sure you got some. You've donated so, some of yours now, so that's yeah. nice of you, mate. That's <laughs> right. There's a couple of pairs gone missing. Mm-hmm. I must have. Do you wear those while you're, <laughs> while you're composing that music? They're pink chaps. 
He's wearing Big chaps. like village people. Um, what tips? What tips you got this weekend, Chris? O? Well, we're going to uh, spread the love a little bit here. We've got uh, a couple for the Gold Coast on Saturday. Race two, number one, is uh, Seabass, uh, a stayer from the Chris Wallace stable. Sammy Collett will ride, racing very consistently. Comes up against a, a mediocre bunch. Should be winning that race. Race two, number one, is uh, Seabass. And just one to keep an eye on, guys, in the Pink Ribbon Cup, race seven. Number eight, Queen of Dubai. Now, we've got Mimi Lagarde resuming here. She's a class act, but she's got a lot of weight and she's got a wide gate, and she's going to give them a decent start. I just thought this one, uh, ex-Waterhouse uh, bot now with David Van Dyke, a real query runner. I like the trials. If you watch the, the market closely leading into the race, if there's money for it or uh, she stays solid in the market, I think she'll run well. If she blows out the gate, well, then we're probably wise to back uh, Mimi Lagarde. But just keep a close eye on Queen of Dubai, Saturday, race seven, number eight. I think she'll run really well. And oh, I had another one too. You did, uh, yes. Yeah, sunny coast, sunny coast, Sunday. Uh, race one, number four, Nippers Nightcap for Kelly Sweeter and Jimmy Orman. Busting to get to 1,600 metres. He finally does, and he should be beating those at the sunny coast. Race one, number four. Number four, Nippers Nightcap. Oh, beautiful. Okay. And there, there are some other uh, good meets around the state, yep. aren't there, on the weekend? I think Dolby and Gatton, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're dead right. Again, Badge, Dolby Cup. Dolby Cup is a big meeting. Big numbers at Dolby on the Saturday, as there are at Gatton. It's a big meeting at Gatton also with some big numbers. Uh, away from the TAB scene, we have uh, the Atherton Cup and we have the Morven Cup. And, of course, uh, we race at the Sunshine Coast Sunday where Nippers Nightcap will be winning the first race, guys. You be- yes, you <laughs> beauty. Good on you, Nelson. Thanks for joining us as always, mate. Uh, pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend. You yeah. too. Uh, the Queensland Spring Racing Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Oh, the great Chris Nelson uh, driving his all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. You can see more at kia.com.au if you want to be just like him. Back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Time for us to do a Top Sport update, home of the uh, Top Sports betting multi-download, the Top Sport app today. And gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. Tristan Merlihan has kindly joined us again. He's got all the info for us that we need. How are you, mate? How's, the, how's week two of the NRL looking? Yeah, g'day, boys. And, yeah, it was a great week one of the finals, and I'm uh, very excited for week two because we've got some really good games. The Eels and your Raiders, uh, where the Eels are $1.50 this weekend. The Raiders, two sixty five. There's just been a little bit of support for them today, and I think they're a chance of causing an upset in this match. Six and a half is the line. And then the next game, it's a really tricky one to pick. It's 202 Cronulla, 181 South Sydney in one and a half. I don't know what you guys think, but I just get the feeling... After two intense games there for these two sides last week, one of these sides, I reckon, might just get away with it late. So I don't mind the 13-plus either side because I just feel it's such a tough game and I think the fatigue might set in in the last 20 minutes for one of the teams. Yeah, both those sides emotionally charged during and after that game with the Sharks and the Rabbits. Now, I can't wait for this also. The AFL prelims, the grand final qualifiers, Geelong and Brisbane, Friday, the MCG, Saturday, Swans versus Collingwood. Now... Swans at home are going to be difficult to beat. The Lions, 2020, got beaten by 40 in the prelim against DeLong. Can they reverse that this time? 
I think they're a chance. The betting suggests otherwise. It's a dollar twenty-eight Geelong, three eighty the Lions, and twenty-two and a half. But let's not forget, it was a similar market last week when they took on the Demons, yeah. and I think they played an absolutely fantastic game. They got Danaher back into this side. Um, you know, Geelong, despite winning against Collingwood, they were it was quite a close game there for a long time. So I think Brisbane certainly are a bit of value in that match. And then yeah, the second game, the Swannies a dollar forty-two, Collingwood two ninety, seventeen and a half. I think that's going to be a beauty. Collingwood will have so much confidence after uh, disposing of Fremantle pretty comfortably. And the Swans have uh, been the most informed team in the comp over the last four to six weeks. So that one is going to be a fantastic game at the SCG. Tristo, the uh, the Victorians won't like it too much if it's a Lions-Swans grand final, will they? <laughs> and I think all Queenslanders and New South Wales will enjoy it very, very much. So we're certainly cheering at the Lions and the Swannies up here. Right. Uh, anything else going on before we let you go? Yeah, just real quick look at the racing. It is a fantastic day of racing in Sydney and Melbourne, but I think the one to look at is the George Main Stakes where Animo and Zaki got a match race. Ooh. Animo, $2 into 195 the young up-and-coming superstar. Zaki, the old warhorse, 3.30 into 3.10. I think it is going to be a fantastic race. That's Randwick Race 7 on Saturday. Can't wait. Have a great weekend, Tristo, and uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate, as always. Thanks, guys. Speak next week. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, you can get award-winning car assurance with Suncorp Sats. We better go. Show is all over. Uh, the Bledisloe Cup starts in under an hour uh, in Melbourne. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Apart from the NRL finals, the AFL prelims, of course. That's oh, sorry, grand final qualifiers uh, and the big ones. Gal versus the Queenslanders. <laughs> I know you're so excited <laughs> about this. So uh, we'll let you all go. It's been great uh, this week. Bit of fun especially without Woogie Sats. Um, thanks for joining us, mate. Go the Bunnies. Again, yeah, go the uh, go the Raiders. Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of Stars Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Catch you next week. See ya. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.